Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the next episode of The Grand Drive. Good afternoon, Cole Reeves. How's it going? I guess we recorded one of these at San Angelo, uh, right there, kind of by where we were camped, and the wind was blowing like a sack full of queers, <laughs> and we couldn't hear a lot of stuff, a lot of background noise. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. Hey, since we talked to you last, uh, Luke and the Sims family had an awesome San Antonio. Ailey won a $10,000 scholarship with a champion land race at San Antonio. Yes, uh, that was pretty freaking awesome, huh? Uh, man, that was uh, that was enough to make a grown daddy cry. You went from Super Freddy to regular Freddy to just Freddy this year, so you're doing better moving on up the line. I'll tell you what. Uh, as start- soon as you get rid of that stupid-ass bucket rack, I'll take that Freddy <laughs> status off of you. I hate bucket no, racks. I'm, I'm I know everybody's got them. Everybody's got them. I, I will make them. you a deal. I'll get rid of the bucket rack when you get an iPhone. Yeah, well, keep your bucket rack. I ain't getting one of those pieces of shit. So, anyway, Luke's daughter, Ailey, had champion yep. land race guilt at San Antonio yes, and carried that momentum into San Angelo, and she had the champion spot guilt. Race bus. Uh, had to throw that in there. Had, a, had the champion spot guilt uh, and was the fifth overall purebred at the San Angelo Stars. So, yes, sir. Ailey had a good week. Holt had a decent week. Nice week. Yeah, uh, but Holt had an above average week. Okay. Yeah, he had a, he had a, a real good above average week, and you know he started our little runoff uh, way back there, back at Texas Nationals, winning a breed and uh, went to Fort Worth and went a reserve breed over there. And man, it has been an absolute wild ride. That, I, I will that we say this. Reeves Livestock did not win the inaugural Hereford breed at San Antonio. However, close. We had reserve third and fourth overall. Yes. So, and that third overall was third in a Poland was third in a, a class full of Polands at San Angelo. Absolutely. That was an extremely good animal, extremely good Hereford. Uh-huh. That probably hurt me as much as anything, but that's okay. That's okay. A good friend of ours, a girl we help here in town, had to reserve. Yep. Uh, and a girl, I mean, super good girl, cried. She hugged the judges. She hugged. The camera lady, she <laughs> hugged some random guy standing too close to the fence, the guy hey. with the gloves. The whole, I mean, the whole that's, crowd the kind, that's the kind of kid I want to see winning yeah. right there. The kid that it, it, it means something to him. So yeah, cool thing. Her and Meatball. Actually, the pig's name was Tortellini, and for some reason, Melissa said that's that's too damn long for a pig name, and we just Melissa just started calling her Meatball. Yeah, and that's, that's the cool thing about it when she when – she, come out uh you know it had a little rough start i believe she come from the dead sea huh yeah uh, yeah she come from the she dead come sea, from the sea and, and and crowd kind of got the chant no meatball, meatball there and then they pulled her and then just kept showing her way to the top funny story good thing funny thing about meatball is so meatball is a third generation rbf pig reeves bottleberg farms or resting bitch face i don't know what you want to call it <laughs> but her uh, Meatball's mom was the champion at Expo in 2022, and the third overall was a full sib to Meatball's mom in the next litter. So, all both those pigs had the same grandma. They were d- derived from this crazy-ass Hereford I bought at Expo in 2020. And then when I say crazy, I'm talking batshit crazy. I almost had to rope her to drag her on a trailer, but she had some good parts and pieces, and obviously, you know, Every, they all go back to her. So her first litter, she sired, she grazed the uh, reserve, the grand overall Hereford Guilt at Expo. 
And that means something. And then that one made the reserve her for guilt at San Antonio. And then that South second litter, which would have been a full sieve mating, uh, one of those babies, which those babies would have been shown last year. So we didn't have any. I mean, we just kind of jacked around with them. I thought one of them was supposed to, the mom of that one was supposed to go to Arizona and they backed out. And so they just kind of jackpotted her, which makes no sense. But hey, that's what happened. So anyway, that's that. We had a good week. Uh, you had a good week. Uh, yes, sir. There was no fights. There was no yelling. No, I did yell. I did yell. <laughs> Somebody thought, asked me if I got in a fight. I said, yeah, I got in a fight with two grumpy ass teenage girls that I just had enough of. So I yelled at them uh, and they both got mad at me and their parents said, thank you. And that's all she wrote. It. Yeah, we got to San Angelo, and they acted they acted sane again. Hey, Cole, back on the uh, the topic <clears throat> of the lineage of those pigs, you know, uh, our sponsor, Purple Circle Magazine, there, Austin Voles, they they run them ads with with different boars yeah. and, and such, and we we've talked about it on here before, but it, it just goes to show that that proven animals are definitely proven animals, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm a big advocate. They don't have to win grand champion to make grand champions, but they have to be close enough. Yeah. They have to be just right there and just a, a, a thing or two away from being great. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and have to have the parts and pieces. And that's kind of what I saw in, in, uh, in Sue Ellen, which was the, the grandma to a couple of them. Sue, Sue Ellen? Sue Ellen, yeah. The guy, uh, I think Don Quisenberry raised her, and some guy from Cottonwood Falls, Kansas had her. Her name was Sue Ellen, like off of Dallas, maybe is what he said. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, Sue Ellen. I, think I, I just saw her. I just saw her. I mean, I saw her running through there, and I'm like, man, I mean, she just looked different than any Hereford. And she cost 600 bucks. And, and uh, I asked Jervis, I said, man, I said, you're a Hereford guy. I said, is that a nice pig? He said, yeah, but she's a fucking idiot. My wife said we can't buy her. <laughs> and he was right. I mean, like, the first time I tried to breed Sue Ellen, uh, she about dislocated my knee. So so, so he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong, yeah. He was not wrong. I limped for, like, two months. That was a miserable two months. How, how I the, wanted to shoot her. How were the babies? Uh, She didn't settle that time, so I really was pissed. Well, no, no, no. Are, are they pretty sound-minded, or do they get some of They're good. Crazy? No, shoot, they're good. Meatball. Maybe a skip a generation. Skip a generation. But Sue Ellen's no longer with us. So. <laughs> she, she's done her duty. Yeah, she had a real bad problem of uh, when she come in heat. <laughs> she was bad. She'd get a little salty. Well, I think she come in heat and somehow managed to jump <laughs> over the fence out in the cow lot. Oh, boy. Where there was no water or shade. Oh, no. Because they had stuck a dose in her. That morning, and when they went back to check her that evening, she was in the cow lot, which she she was known to jump a fence or two. Uh, but she's in the cow lot, tits up. Oh, that's not good. No, no, it even sucks worse because she had the two hundred fifty dollar <laughs> dose of semen in her, and Could've another two hundred fifty dollar dose of semen had to squirt on the ground because they didn't uh, have any other Herefords in. Goodness. <laughs> Well, that that uh about have, wraps that up. You'll have that on them big jobs. You'll right? have that on them big jobs. Now, Colt, uh, even though we are hard and heavy into this, so Texas, guys, uh, bef- hold on, I gotta go interrupt. You. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you will probably hear some uh, coughing, hacking, 
and snorting. Luke and I are not feeling well. We have not been kissing. <laughs> we have been separate from each other. I don't care what pictures you uh, see. <laughs> we were not kissing. Seven days in show barns and gets a little stuffy and confined. and So we're just hacking and gagging. Got a quote for the week. <laughs> What's your quote for the week? We are what we repetitively do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but an habit. If you work your butt off, you're gonna uh, gonna increase some chances of doing good. Cut corners. I disagree. I think excellence. You're just born with it, like me. Nah, absolutely not. Maybe for you. Oh yeah. Reeves might be excellent. The Sims name has uh, not held. Right. <laughs> We're at, I mean, excellence. I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence and bottle it for the next person. Well, I'm gonna have to start buying it off the shelf then, because because just rub it behind your ears. Uh, spray it kind of like uh dough and heat yeah yeah no that, that's part of it though uh you know you see a lot of the same people win uh uh there's some folks out there that have done really good this week that man they put in the time work and effort and and it shows also uh, it was our first year at san antonio to show pure guilt by weights before you get off on another topic okay yep. sorry all right we already talked about the herefords you were peeing. Uh, it's our first year to show pure guilt by weights in San Antonio. How do you like it? I liked it. Melissa didn't, but I thought it was good. We had 60 head there. Didn't weigh any of them out. That's a good thing. Uh, it, I, I think it helped. Uh, you could tell, like, there was something like that first couple class, like, some of them Durox, like the first class of Durox, there was some pigs in there that like weighed 200 that looked like they were eight months old. You yeah. could tell. Kind of hold. You could tell they're like, and there were some on the list that were like early Junes and they were in the first class of Durox. The ones that win were not. I mean, they obviously were good, fresh, young hogs. Yeah. But but uh, you could tell. Uh, uh, I think uh, I liked it. Uh I don't know that everyone needs to go that way. I, I don't like the, having to weigh them so damn much because, you know, there's a lot of people, and even us, I mean, we never have weighed purebred gilts. I mean, we just – our county show is 100 to 300 pounds, and, damn, I can look at them and guess that they're within that weight range, right. you know. Uh, you know, and even like us, <clears throat> we uh, we probably could have – could have hit the nail a little harder on the head with 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 some weight slides at, there at San Angelo. I think uh, I think if we'd have had another five or six pounds on that deer rock, we probably yeah could have that had was one yeah yeah I, I, that was one of the things you know. Uh, wish they had consulted Mister Cole before we turned that in. And the judge even said, "Man, I love this pig. She just looks like she needs a, a little, little more, more feel." Yeah. And I said, "Hey, what I said was when she goes to the ring." And they put her third and say, man, I wish this one had a little more feel. I'm not going to say I told you so, but I told you so. Uh, I don't know where the but wife we is don't have that to, one. But we don't have to do that at Houston. It's okay. Yeah. And like at Expo, they weigh them for you, which I, I like that. But Well, that, that's that's kind of what I was getting with a while ago. Uh, I'm glad you touched on this weighing deal. Yeah. Do you, do you think – what? What are the advantages to weigh in versus using using birth dates? Uh, what advantages, disadvantage, in your opinion? Tell me, 
a little bit about. I think the advantage in waiting is uh, it helps me because we show enough barrows and I can kind of, you know, do that. There's some of them guys that don't show enough barrows or don't, you know, they, they don't play the weight game, so they just kind of look awkward doing it. But I will tell you, there was a few people that I know that, like, got their weighed their guilt off the trailer, and that's what they turned in. Well, when your pig's been sitting on a trailer for 15, 16 hours and it's you weigh it off some. the trailer, yeah, like, I mean, like, we got a guilt, a red guilt with us that I can literally guarantee you when she walks off the trailer, I can put 25 pounds in. It don't matter if she's on a trailer for two hours or 12 hours. I can guarantee you when she walks off the trailer, I can put 25 pounds in her from that time. Yeah, and and what that's and probably a forty eight hour period, or uh, or, le- or less eight, twelve to eighteen. Yeah, like she goes. But, uh, you know, I could see. I like it. I don't know that. I mean, I, it has its disadvantages as well. Uh, I think the advantage to me as a breeder is like I can, you know, I, there's a chance there I can break a couple, two or three litter mates in two or three different classes if we. And not, not maybe necessarily hold them right, but I mean, there's been times before I show up down there and I have three litter mates, and I think the best one is the one that weighs 50 pounds less than the other one. A little more complete. So we get that guilt in in a class. Instead of her maybe being fourth or fifth and looking out out horse, we get that guilt in a smaller in a, in a lighter weight class, right. and maybe she wins it. I mean, we, it, it, that scenario didn't happen this year. But I mean, I'm saying that's like the possibility of something. And, and, and there's a lot of times, I mean, that you might have a trio of gilts, and there might be two that weigh two eighty, and one that weighs two thirty, two forty. You know, and that's a big weight difference. And yeah. when they're all in the same class, the forty pounds makes a difference. Yeah. Hey, hey, looking back at San Antonio, uh, 40 land races, 43 Herefords. Yeah. They broke the land races into a class. Yeah, only 42 made it. Uh, I had a buddy on the other side of the barn that told me the worst pig he saw in the entire barn was a well-cared-for, overfed Hereford that looked like it had diabetes, uh, and he said it did not make it to the ring, unfortunately. So only uh, 42 went through the ring. Do you think they'll have the, the, the Hereford breed next year? Yes, I do. I talked to Brian Ferris. He said they were going to make an announcement this spring after the stock show but he said he thought everybody would be pleased with what they're gonna do think they'll break it into a couple different classes next year if they had uh numbers. probably not if they'd had 50 they would have broken in two classes and and honestly i think had they advertised the five thousand dollar like cash premium to the champion they would have had 50 they, they were real 50. damn close about yeah. it so uh we actually we left a couple at home that we could have brought but and, and I don't know. I mean, they're you know they're going to add them, and they're going to probably, I, I imagine, make it where that's still considered part of your two. I don't think it's going to deter a lot of people, uh, because there were some people I knew there that just had Herefords. Right. Uh, so I don't think it's going to deter a lot of people. I think they're still going to bring one. Now, for for this part of the country, Herefords are. They're not new, but you just don't see them as much as the other breeds. I think uh, with, with with them having a pretty good showing at San Antonio, uh, come time for sales next year, probably going to see a couple of Herefords in there, huh? I think there will be some Herefords, uh, a guilt, obviously, but I mean, yeah. I think 
uh, like we're going to have our Breeders' Choice sale there. And, and uh, we actually, the fourth overall Hereford uh, came through that sale last year. <coughs> and uh, I think uh, I think that Bread for the Banner sale, which has been a pretty decent sale to get some purebred gilts out of, rolled back, is going to roll back to August maybe. And I bet you see a Hereford there. Uh, there, there's not a place for them at every sale, but there's a few of those sales that, uh, you know, people know they can get some pretty nice purebred gilts out of, uh, you'll probably find a Hereford there, Hereford here or there. So time and place uh, for everything. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm not scared to haul a Hereford to a sale if we need to. Right. And, and, and definitely kind of, kind of pulling that curtain back on the market for the Herefords down here in the Southern part. You yeah. know, kind of expose them to some I, sales. I, I agree. I mean, anytime, and, and when you get that $10,000 scholarship involved, there's going to be some of these ag teachers that haul a bunch of gilts in that are going to probably push a kid, hey, let's get a Hereford or something like that, you know, because the they've always, you know, every, there's a shitload of kids that are like, I want to show a Hereford. Right. But they've never had a reason to show a Hereford. Right. So now... If we get the scholarship there, they're going to have a reason to. I think you will see more of them. I think they will. I mean, they were already more Herefords than land races this year. So I think that you're going to continue to see that number decline. We, um, we've we talked about it before, and you give your opinions on it. You don't see Fort Worth or maybe Houston changes. No, I what, think, what about I think State Sa- Fair? <sighs> no, not this year. I think San Angelo will probably be your <laughs> easiest one to change. Uh, yeah. I'm going to try to, you know, see if I can't work with them guys and and get get away. I mean, because I counted them. Like, it was a numbers thing, and I counted every class. So, they, had, they run them with Polands as dark OPBs, uh, and there was 20. I know for a fact that we had four we didn't show. Yeah. Two were on the trailer, two went home. Uh so I know that we could have bumped that into 24 pretty easily if they showed by themselves. Uh, so, and, and honestly, to put them on the star side, uh, I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue. The purebreds are just, you know, I mean, they're going to they're gonna bring the same money as any other good purebred. A good one's going to bring good money if the crowd's there. You right, know? right. Well, I'm pretty excited to see how the Herefords go. Uh, it was fun having them this year. Uh, something different, something new. Uh, mine ate like crazy. I, I wish all the rest of the pigs in the barn would eat like these Herefords eat, man. It's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. But anyways, moving on from that, uh, we've got one more guilt show, I believe, to go, and that's going to be Houston. Yeah. But we're slap dab in the middle of the bear show. Yep. We showed uh, San Angelo's over. And as of this podcast, the uh, first wave of San Antonio is over. So we'll roll in tomorrow. We'll roll in tomorrow night, which will be Monday night and uh, the 19th. <coughs> we'll roll in there with the second wave. What would you say? Oh, on Adley's birthday. Happy right. birthday. Happy yep. Bob. Tomorrow, tomorrow, February 19th is Hadley's birthday. If you happen to see her. Well, this, this probably won't release for them. But anyway, <laughs> tomorrow is Hadley's birthday. So we uh, come over here, had some cupcakes and some cake cake. 
Yeah, if y'all were low Some on sugar nachos. when we when you got here, you are not low on sugar now. Mm-hmm. Boy, we we ate good. The cake was good. Yeah, I made it. I spent all day. So we'll that. roll down in there, and then we'll have second wave of Houston. We'll have Austin, or we'll, or second wave of San Antonio. Then we'll have Houston. Then we'll have Austin, and then we'll be done with our Texas major show season. Uh, we already have Expo pigs in the barn. Yep. Uh. Gets a little challenging at times. Yep. Maybe not as much for you because you were able to, you know, you're done with your herd for just a couple crosses you're done with, a spot you burned at a sale. Uh, so you have some room in your bar, but there's a lot of people. They ain't got no room. I mean, my, my expo pigs are two and three and four to a pin right now, and they won't even see a whip until the 1st of April. Sort of guy. It it just doesn't break, does it? It mm. just you, no. You, you look, you almost see the light at the end of the tunnel. I've had pigs on feed three hundred and sixty-five days a year since two thousand and twelve. And <laughs> twelve. And then all the pigs come and close out that little light and say, "No, no." Dumbest, here. dumbest thing I ever did. Great investment. Though. Was talk my sister-in-law and letting Ashlyn show a pig. <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. So financially irresponsible. I feel like Dave Ramsey should beat me with a sack full of hot rocks. He probably would if he knew anything about it. But we had fun. Yeah, that's and all the we memories do. We made. Yeah. Three trucks later. Yeah, three trucks, four trailers. Countless, Jesus. countless memories. What's that guy say that that slaps the cobras? Jesus Christ on a motorbike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ever see him on TikTok? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're we're. Uh, we're not we're not smart people, but you know. We're, no, we're fun people. And and that's the difference. We're fun people. Dave Ramsey, he's a fun hating son of a bitch. Yeah, he could never make. I it. mean, here's the deal: people that worship Dave Ramsey, good for you, but Dave Ramsey got rich telling you how to save money. Okay, and he don't save money because he's rich. He don't have to save money. He's rich because he got suckers trying like, to save money. He got suckers, and I don't know if maybe you're a Dave Ramsey fan. I don't know, but he got suckers paying him, buying his books, paying him. To learn how to save money. Let me tell you how to save money. Don't pay Dave Ramsey to tell you how to save money. Hey, you know how to become a millionaire uh, showing pigs, huh? Start with T. Start with two. <laughs> hey, but it's fun. <clears throat> it's fun. It's for the kids. Um, it makes memories. Uh, you know, there there's people that go their whole lives looking for something to have fun with, and, and they never find it. And All you got to do is get out to the barn. You know, about time the, the kids get – not really stale, but you know you have the the big set from the babies, and you have them several months, and then you know they just become big pigs, and then and then here come them little ones, and man, it's all fresh again. They get all excited again, and you know it's like getting a new puppy. What you're going to experience, and I've gone through this, everybody's gone through this. So, you know, you want a scholarship. Your daughter had a good year. Your son had a good year. So. You're going to start pulling your hair out, trying to make sure that you do better next year and better next year. <laughs> and I've seen you without a cap. You don't have a lot of hair to pull out, so you better chill. I, that's why I keep my hair long. I know. Just now growing back from where I give you a buzz cut. It's finally grown out to where I can cut. I've, you need to I've cut it. Two it, looks like, it looks like shit I'm today. letting it grow. It's my winter cut. You're you going to corn row it? If I can. You know. I'll, do, I'll do it for uh, Expo. <clears throat> You say, le- say less. 
You kind of look like Corey Kuntz and Sid Steiner and Camus Jennings. Uh, <laughs> like physically, no, but I will have the same hairstyle. Physically, no, the same hairstyle. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they're kind of in shape. I'm round, which is a gonna shape, look, but, but going like to look like Big Reach. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Big reach. Uh, yeah, y'all didn't know this was a, a rodeo barn. and a pig show podcast. Oh, sweet dude. The other day I was listening to Rump. I just stayed hey, in the bar. Look, the other day I was listening to Rump Chat, and they were talking about stock shows and how crazy Lana is. And they're like, hey, we need to get a stock show person on here. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Call me. Call me. I'm going to see Rump. We'll I'm going to see Rump at Austin. His camper's always parked close to mine. Yeah. I'm going to be like, hey, dude, really? I'm your guy. Like, I'm your guy. I, I religiously listen to you. I feel like we're the same person. You just rodeo and I show pigs. Yeah, okay? I mean, and it's not that different. Yeah, I'm a fanboy. <laughs> oh, you should wear a shirt, fanboy. Oh, maybe you'll oh, give me one. Like, yes, I'm a fanboy, so kiss my ass, yes, Melissa. Yes, sometimes you just got to, to solve the problem also, and admit it. Also, fanboy. also fanboy Luke Branquino. His kid is in Hadley's. <laughs> Class, and I'm so disappointed if I go to the school parties and he's not there. Oh, God, <laughs> no other reason to come to this party. I'm like, the cookies Son of a suck, bitch, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, the but, honesty is real. <laughs> yeah, but it, his kids are nice. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. But it's still a letdown when he does it in there. Yeah, his Brent son. Quino, and his son and I ha- doubt you're listening to the podcast, but I'm gonna need his you to son, tighten up on them on them kid parties. His son and had this class name is Bear. Bear. I mean, I wish I was badass and my name was Bear. My parents didn't love me. Yeah, the closest I can get is Teddy. <laughs> uh, what's, what's, and that's probably followed up by Rumpelstiltskin or some shit like that. It ain't Bear, <laughs> nothing Bear in it. Uh, uh, no, that's about it, man. We're going to cut this one short. I know y'all got stuff to do. Uh, we got to get to Houston tomorrow. I got to go to work. We've been off stock showing and stuff, and man, that makes it tough. You got to go going down back there and to piss work. everybody off. Yeah, I think they're you're pissed anyways. I gotta, I gotta, man. I gotta take some cookies or you're real, or you're something. real bag of shit, safety man. Yeah, yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, it do be like that. Um, no, but it's uh it's funny. They always, they always say on the construction jobs, the reason safety men are so cocky because they think they're a sex symbol. <laughs> you know why? Why? Every time they show up, people say, "Here comes that fucking safety man." Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they say if you if you don't have your name in the porter can, you ain't doing your job right. On my jobs, they actually line the porter cans up with my initials. So yeah, you know, boy. I feel like I feel like I'm doing doing some good in the world. Aquine Sims, LS Lucy, LS. Yeah, we we don't get that many porter cans, so they just gotta. <laughs> I'm a, I wish I could go. No, you don't. To one of your jobs and tell everybody your name was Hank Wayne Sims. Uh, some of them know it, but. Just, Do you have a red hat? I used to wear a red hard hat. Cocksucker. And I had to get rid of it. Why? It was like a moving target. I know, but safety man, you're supposed to we, uh, you're supposed to wear red hats so everybody that's doing shit they're not supposed to yeah. be doing knows you're there and can stop. Well, that's kind of like they have them ghost cop cars now that you only see the letters whenever it's yeah. dark. And I know, the, the guys, come, we come way off subject to pigs, but sometimes we just got to break up the monotony. Hey, it's a great week. Luke's kid won her first banner at yes, uh, San Antonio. She did good. I think the whole group, I counted 15 banners by the end of the week. Yep. And then my little buddy, Riley Halfman. Pulled it through. Gets reserved dark OPB barrow with this little nut ruptured skinny green thing that only her dad would have given a chance. Hey, you know what? Riley, your dad's weird as shit, but I love him, and he's the reason you're going to win. I uh, I seen that a four hundred dollars sheep, five hundred, five hundred, one one San Antonio, one San Antonio, 
All you got to do is get awesome. somebody just needs a chance yes. every once in a while. Thank you for taking a chance on me uh, and my family. Yeah, I, it was difficult because, you know, the first time you showed pigs, I'd ask your wife a few times, and she's like, no, Luke, Luke said no. I didn't know. And then you showed up. I saw some pigs on your Facebook, and I was like, <laughs> I text, I sent your wife a message. I'm like, oh, I thought you weren't showing pigs. And she's like, started backpedaling. I'm like, it's okay. I mean, I just sit in the corner and cry. And then I needed to borrow a camel for a uh, parade. Yeah, I said no. Yeah, he said no. Because <coughs> you didn't buy so, pigs from me. <laughs> yeah, I think and that's it, exactly And then you wanted to rent a reindeer for like 300 bucks. No, I want, like, well, we went to Branson, and uh, it was Christmas. I wanted to buy reindeer. Yeah, $14,000. And you had to buy two you of them. You had to pretty much buy two of them. So we did not get a reindeer. So we did not get a reindeer. Absolutely not. No. Terrible idea. I have people call me all the time wanting to rent a reindeer, and there's a guy in uh, Wags Hatchet that does reindeer, but he only travels in a 60-mile radius. It's very freaking expensive. And he will not sell you a reindeer unless you buy two. And he won't sell you two reindeer unless your facilities are inspected by him first. I'm like, for $28,000, I don't give a damn I'll what their facilities look like. Put them in the hall in the house. Take time to uh, take time to a tree with a porta cool for all I care. $28,000. <laughs> it's a lot of money. That's, yeah. It's a little bit of money for an investment. Yeah. Just think of all the pictures you get, though. Yeah, especially my fat ass. I could break out my whole Santa Claus costume. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah. Get the old Moose Knuckle, Moose no. Knuckle Cole coming out again. We'll have to uh, either put you on a diet or get a bigger suit. <sighs> yeah. Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> my name is Walter Brimley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I told somebody earlier. I said, so how'd your brother look for San Antonio? I said, well, I said, he looked real good three weeks ago. Got back from the guilt shows and he, Broke with dippity and freaking top washed out. So, give me a lot of fat right now. So, it's a good thing we show him Wednesday because I feel like he'd need a leg amputated by Friday. Much sugar as he's been getting to get his ass to fill in his top. So. Uh, Cole Reeves, I know y'all got a lot to do. Y'all be safe. Uh, good luck to y'all. Happy birthday to Hadley Bob. Yes. The big eight. Eight years old. I don't remember when should I was be, eight. But should be eight fun. tomorrow. That means next year we can be loading up to go to her first San Antonio Bear show. Yeah. Yeah, and that's going to be a little bit different. Mom says year. no. Me and Ashlyn say yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's two. That's Probably two the first right. wave. I imagine we're going to have a Burke or a Poland or a spot. Why would you? Why would you have a Burke? Well, I don't know. Them classes were freaking huge, but yes, why would I have a Burke? <laughs> because I have a decent supply of them. A great supply of them. And she has like a couple of Burke styles that she's been showing, so. That's kind of my plan is we're going to show ones out. She's going to show ones out of her south. Unless they suck, then we'll just sell them all and go buy her one. <laughs> Hopefully they don't suck. Hey, good luck to the rest of you out there for the remainder of the year. Uh, keep working hard. Uh, and we hope that you make the grand drive. This is Cole Reeves, Luke Sims, sponsored by Purple Circle Magazine. And we will catch Purple you next time. Purple Circle. Adios. Bye.